So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Right now, let's bring up my first guest. My first guest attended the University of Houston with me. I was there in Harvard Law School. I was not there. He is the 62nd and current mayor of Houston, Texas. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Mayor Sylvester Turner. Hello, Rashawn. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, man? I know you have a busy schedule, but I wanted, but you're such a motivating guy. Every time I see you and hear people talk, listen to you speak, you're a game changer emotionally for me. You're, you're very inspirational. Now, I wanted to bring you on my show just to share some of that to the, to the country. You know, I know we, you know, we selfish because we hold on to you in Houston, Texas. But I, I feel we need to share you with the world, to HBCU schools, to my, my podcast followers. And also we broadcasting live in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, no. You, look, then you have to tell the mayor of Atlanta, Mayor Keisha Bottoms, that I said hello. You know, I, I had a chance to meet her at, at the U.S. Congress of Mayors back in January. Then we were together in uh, San Francisco a few weeks ago. She is going to be an outstanding mayor uh, for Atlanta. So hello to Mayor Keisha Bottoms from the city of Houston. Well, guess what? She's hearing it live, and I'm going to get her on the show, too, because guess what? I got the mayor of Houston. I'm going to get the mayor of Atlanta. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really beautiful. What I, I want to just bring up a little history because, you know, I'm from Fifth Ward, Texas, and you're right. from Acres Home. And we're both right. proud of the neighborhoods that we grew up in. But, they are, you know, they, they aren't considered the, the plush neighborhoods. No. The, uh, you know, and I, and I look at your history. Your father, you know, you come from, I have, a nine, I have nine sisters and brothers. I have six, eight sisters and brothers. That makes me have nine children. And you come from a family of nine children. You were child correct. number That's six. Correct. I was child number five. <laughs> <laughs> and look, we got a lot of similar similarities, Rashawn. And you know, neither one of my parents graduated from high school, mm -hmm. and my dad died of cancer when I was thirteen. Mm -hmm. um, my mom literally raised nine kids by herself, so mm -hmm. she was the CEO of the Turner household. Mm -hmm. um, you know, worked very hard at it, and and, and now um, you know, I happen to be the mayor of the fourth largest city in the United States. So. It was that it was that mother that made that signed the loan papers that enabled me to go to Harvard Law School. That's so amazing. I'm, That's amazing. Yeah, so I'm literally standing on the shoulders of, of a lot of people, and I especially want to give a thanks to my mom and my dad. I feel the same way. You know, my father's passed away, and my mom. The beauty of my mom seeing me successful is like a dream come true, because I'm, you know, you, you know, all you want your kids to have a better life than what you had, and right. then when them to see that you're the mayor, the mayor. 
you know, that's amazing to me because of the fact that we know where Acres Home is and I know where Fifth Ward is. And when people look at me, they look at me in a very in a shining light, as do people look at you. And that puts a lot of pressure on you as mayor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would tell you, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Uh, you know, I still have the privilege of living in the same community in which I was born and reared. I'm still in the Acres Home area. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, and it's my way of saying to, to, to young folk who come from same or similar communities as you and I came from, mm-hmm. that they can, they can grow up and they can be the, the Rashad McDonald's or they can grow up and be the Sylvester Turner's. They can be uh, a, a major entrepreneur or they can be the mayor of a, of a large city. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that life is fair. Now, let me quickly say that. It doesn't mean that life is fair, but it does mean that we have to find ways to navigate through it. Now, let's talk about... Hurricane Harvey came yes, down sir. there and messed up our city. Yes, but, sir. But we had a shining light that came right after that called the Houston Astros. Look, man, uh, we had we had more war- rain that fell on this city than any city in the country's in the country's history. Um, uh, about three hundred and forty-five thousand units, uh, single-family homes and apartments were uh, impacted by Hurricane Harvey. Um, so, you know, we went through our moments, but I would tell you the Astros came right back. Um, <laughs> they called me to see whether or not they should play their double hitter against the New York Mets right. uh, on that weekend immediately following the storm. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, hey, in this city we play ball. Mm-hmm. They, won that double, <laughs> they, they won that double hitter on yes, that sir. Saturday, mm-hmm. and they end up winning the World Series. So um, um, this is a city of champions, man, now, regardless of what comes our way. We find a way to overcome those challenges, and we win. And that's what the Astros uh, demonstrated on a, on a national level, is that uh, this is a city of champions. And that's amazing because I know emotionally when that last out, on that seventh game, I was uplifted. And I just seen how it, people were crying at the parade. And I know you was there live. What was the actual yeah. impact emotionally being in front of all these people, seeing hope and seeing a realization that they are champions despite all this negativity. You know, it was it, uh, it was simply incredible. Um, you know, we first played um, Boston, came through that. Then we played the New York Yankees. That was a seven-game series, and we came through that. And then in in uh, in, in in L.A., uh, that turned into a seven-game series. But I like to reflect on that on that seventh game mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there were 51 inches of rain that fell on the city of Houston. In that last game, uh, we won. Uh, the score was five to five to one. Mm. So look, fifty-one inches of rain <laughs> fell. Seventh game, we won five to one. I think it was just all in the cards. The stars aligned, mm-hmm. and it was uh, literally the Astros were carrying the city, not just on their jerseys, but they were carrying the cities in their in their hearts. And so, uh, even though even with the team out there playing, let me tell you. Uh, you had 2.3 million Houstonians that was out there, were out there playing right along with them. Um, so I can't say thank you enough to Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, to the Astros players, to the fans, to the people in the city, and, and to people all over the country uh, that were rooting for the Astros, knowing mm-hmm. what we faced in the city after Hurricane Harvey. Now, when you get here, the National News paints a, sometimes a worse picture than the reality of what really goes down in the city because they got to tell their story and they're trying to tell their story general. What is the status of entrepreneurship in the city of Houston right now? The affairs are quite, are quite good. For example, if you are a um, minority and woman, for example, the opportunities are, are great here in the city. You know, no offense to Atlanta, 
Uh, but what we say here in the city of Houston, we, when it comes to uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, minority, uh, business enterprises, mm-hmm. making it happen, we're the new Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. uh, right mm-hmm. here in the city of Houston. Uh, there's no city. We're the, uh, we're the most diverse city Absolutely. in the country mm-hmm. right now, the most diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have businesses that are, that are opening up in the city, businesses that are here that are expanding, uh, there are opportunities on every level, whether it's in professional, uh, contractors, uh, you name it, in, uh, in this city. Uh, this, I tell people all the time, this is the time to have your business and to be in business in the city of Houston. You certainly want to take advantage of this, of this moment. So we are, even after Hurricane Harvey, man, we are open for business. And for people on HBCU campuses, for graduates, this is the place to be. For people who are looking to expand their business, this is the place to, to come and, and expand your business. Uh, we're getting ready to do a major interstate project, I-45. Absolutely. That's reconfigured. Mm-hmm. That's like a 7 to $8 billion project. Absolutely. The high-speed train, mm-hmm. a bullet train from Houston to Dallas. Wow. That's, that's like a $15 billion project mm-hmm. uh, that will probably start in uh, probably sometime in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, in public works work, I mean, it's um, a lot of opportunities for engineers, for contractors, um, all of the work after, after Harvey, uh, construction managers, you know, and businesses on all different levels. So this is a city of opportunity. If you're looking at being an entrepreneur, expanding your business, there's no better place to be than right here in the city of Houston. Uh, Mayor, can I keep you for a couple of more minutes? I'm going to go to, they're going sure. to sound like a break because you, I, it's three more important questions I want to ask about the city sure. of Houston because I want to spread the word because you know my love for Houston and you got love and we want to tell everybody everything's good in the city of Houston. Okay. We're going to go you. back. We'll be right back with more of the mayor, the 62nd city, the fourth largest, 62nd mayor and the fourth largest city in this country, Mayor Sylvester Turner. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversation. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn Shell? Ricky Smiley! You got to get out of your own city and leave in order to grow because a fish don't get bigger as long as it's inside of that fish bowl. Yes, sir. A fish get bigger when you put it in a pond. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the phone the one and only Charlie Wilson! So many people have really been trying to get me to do a gospel record for right. so many years, right. and I have been promising God that I would... <laughs> and I would shout him out to do something. Right. <laughs> I said, you know, and um, burn so, uh, There goes uh, my baby. Come on, man. Put a little Jesus in them song. Come on, brother. Miss 
Patty LaBelle. And you know what I'm going to be doing? Concerts and little clubs. With the, thank you. With the, thank with you. The trio. <laughs> so that I can touch you when I'm singing with my hands. Thank you. See, I told you. Be there every Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. Be is 1190. Money making conversations. You listen to Money Making Conversation. This is Rashawn McDonald back with the mayor, Sylvester Turner of uh, Houston, Texas. Mayor, we were talking about entrepreneurship, and I, I love the way you was telling everybody that, hey, we open for business. Now, but we did is entrepreneurship, and then there's job opportunities. There are two different tones of right. conversation there. So we, we, you said that swing that door wide open, come on down here. We knew Atlanta. How does it look for job opportunities? Because yeah. Because Houston was was deluged with flood waters and a lot of situations. Like the theater district is finally starting to come back. How right. are we doing? How are we doing? Well, let me just tell you. I mean, uh, um, there was a lot of debris that was on the ground, so we needed we needed contractors, small businesses to help pick up that debris. Mm-hmm. We had a number of contractors that we worked with. We had about four hundred and. 50 trucks and loaders on the streets every day, seven days a week. We end up getting that done. Uh, with all the projects that are in place, yes, sir. We, are, we, are, we are going to need a, a very strong and robust labor force. Mm-hmm. Um, the high-speed the bullet train, for example, uh, they will be hiring 10,000 people a year for four years mm. to, build, to build that train. You can't do that without having the workforce. So mm-hmm. we, we, we need that. Mm-hmm. The I-45 project, mm-hmm. uh, that's rebuilding Interstate 45. You know, that project, seven, eight billion dollars. You're going to need a, a labor force in order to get that, to get that done. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're needing that. There are thousands of homes in this city, for example, that need to be remediated, repaired, rebuilt. And we're looking for a labor force for that right now. That's mm-hmm. a tremendous need. Mm-hmm. We're looking for, we need plumbers and welders. There's a shortage in the city of Houston, and those are good-paying jobs, and we need that. So, um, you know, what if, you, if, if you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> there are golden opportunities for you in the city. Yes, sir. If you are uh, someone, an uh, individual looking for employment, you know, there are opportunities for you as well. If you come and you have certain skills, like being a welder, being a carpenter, being a plumber, any of things of that nature on the vocational skills, that's a tremendous need for you on that front. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to attest that he's telling the truth. My nephew, he has a, his, his uh, trailer, ro- uh, roadside trailer, barbecue trailer, Big Six Barbecue, was damaged by a hurricane. But the SBCA came to his rescue, gave him a loan. He has a brand-new trailer, and he says he's turning away customers right now because people are hungry and want to eat some good food. So I know what you're saying is the truth because I see that the city is aiding people and putting them in a better position to win sometimes than when they were before the flood. So there's, right. there's a strong upward movement about when you start talking about the post-Houston Harvey recovery. It's powerful right now, correct, Mayor? And that's correct. And, and then what I said when I became mayor in uh, January of 2016, I'm not interested in being the mayor of two cities, the cities of have and have not. That's true. A city where there are some with opportunities and a city where there are some without. And so the focus for me has been on building complete communities, going into communities and neighborhoods that have been underserved and under-resourced for decades, like Fifth Ward, the nickel, mm-hmm. like Acres Home, the Fofo, mm-hmm. and building those <laughs> communities up and turning them into communities of opportunity. And in, in order for that to happen, you have to have housing. You have to have parks and green space. You have to have economic business job opportunities. And those business and job opportunities 
need to be in these communities that have been underserved, under-resourced, mm -hmm. so that people can get to these opportunities. Mm -hmm. Or we can create opportunities, entrepreneurs, in these communities that can hire people in these communities. So uh, this is the moment. This is our season. Uh, Harvey, I mean, as, as bad as I hated for Harvey to come, yes, sir. there are a whole lot of opportunities. I know that are coming forth because of Harvey. Absolutely. And so we need to leverage that disaster into a time of opportunity for this city and for people in this city, and that's the goal, and that's what we intend to do. Mayor, I got two more questions. Uh, I'm going to brag a little bit more. I bragged about the Houston Astros. Now I want to brag about the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Nah. Come on now. Yes, sir. Just before you get started, the diversity of that livestock show at Rodeo, when it includes African-Americans, the Latino community, it is really a, a shining star in the Houston community, the livestock show and Rodeo. Absolutely. It's, th it's three weeks of, of um, uh, everyday activity. It is the equivalent of bringing a Super Bowl to the city of Houston every day for three weeks. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, true. That's true. I mean, uh, there are, 30, are 33,000 <laughs> volunteers for this Rodeo, Okay. Uh, it attracts millions of folk for these three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, there's the Hunter Night, there's the uh, Black Night, yes. and, um, Latino, Hano Night. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. and, and look, let me tell you, uh, this city. I, I tell people we're a little bit country and a little bit <laughs> chic all at the same time. So you got you got a guy who graduated from Harvard, who's uh, put us. You know, hell, I put on my cowboy hat and there you go. get him and get on my horse. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are people who have come from from who come from the from from north of, of the United States have come south and who have never had on a, a a pair of cowboy boots or a hat and they trade their suits in and then next thing you know they are out there as part of the rodeo parade that's uh, that's held every single year uh, part of the trail ride but uh, it's a fantastic time. It reflects the diversity of our city. And, look, we've had black cowboys in this country a long time. Uh, this is a time where we also uh, celebrate and highlight them as well. I want to just show everybody what he was saying when he was saying it's like a Super Bowl every night. The average attendance, because it was in the Houston Chronicle today, they average 60,000 people a night at the concerts. Yes. That's 60,000 a night for three weeks. And it's growing it literally is growing, man. There are as many as 75,000 a on, night, okay. you know, but that's the average. Yes. And, um, and, and it's all day. There are things to do all during the day. And then on top of that, uh, they award uh, hundreds of scholarships. There you go. Their scholarships, they go. give scholarships up to $20,000 mm -hmm. to, to, to kids. The so, Black Trail uh, Riders, we've got to get it out there. The Black Trail, it's just an amazing, diverse, that I, yes. as a kid, I've always, and you want to get some fried food now. They frying oh, everything man. down there. Snickers, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Twinkies, they, they frying everything hey, down there. So it, it is, look, it's worth coming to the city just <laughs> to just participate and be a part of it. I want to ask you this last question. Now, you said you this has been almost like a mandate with you. The, the, the television, the growth of the television and film industry in Houston. Yes. Where do we stand with that? How do we? Because I know in in Georgia they got that big, you know, discount, fifty percent tax discount yeah. that you know is part of your budget. How do you? I know I know that's something you wanted. You know, participate in the program, uh, the, a big event that they had uh, in in January uh, last yes. uh, last year. And uh, where we stand with that, Mayor? 
Well, we're pushing that forward. We know that in order to be competitive, we have to look to find ways to provide incentives to encourage people to come mm -hmm. and produce their films and mm -hmm. have entertainment here in the city of Houston. Mm -hmm. I applaud Atlanta, for example, with what they're doing. Um, you know, Atlanta, L.A., all these other areas. Mm -hmm. uh, incentives are very, very important. Mm -hmm. What we are saying, we brought in a number of producers and executives a year ago uh, to the city for yes, them sir. to come and see the city. I was there. A lot of people outside of the city of Houston, Rashawn, they just, they don't, they have a false picture of the city of Houston. And when people come and see this city and what exists in this city, they are totally blown away. When we brought those executives and producers of the movie and film industry here, they were blown away. Mm -hmm. And what I am saying, we will look for ways to provide incentives. We've got a number of venues here. Um, we want to we, we we create the talent, mm -hmm. but then we lose the talent to other cities because of mm -hmm. uh, films and other things are being produced elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But we want that to happen here. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, what I'm saying to executives, producers, and others, look at the city of Houston. Thank you. Give me an opportunity to work with you. Shoot your films here, and we will do everything we can to make it uh, 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 cost prudent for you to do that, uh, but there's no better city than to, uh, uh, to produce these films and these movies than right here in the city. Mayor, you did everything I wanted you to do on my show. Tell the world about the greatness of Houston. We're doing movies down there. We got jobs down there. It's an entrepreneurship paradise, and we world champions, my friend. Hey, man. And look, and watch out for those Houston Rockets, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I really All appreciate right. you and appreciate your team, Alan and Mary, for making this interview happen. And I'll be back soon. Every week I'm in Houston, so and I read the newspaper every morning at 430. That's when I get up. I read my Houston Chronicle on digital. So you yeah. keep winning, my friend. If you need hey, me. Man, we, appreciate, we appreciate you. If okay. you need me, I'm always there for you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, man. Out. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless Wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com/iheart.